Hello, everyone. You're listening to the DSG Connect podcast. As one of the world's leading dental laboratory networks, we value connection. And in alignment with that value, the DSG Connect podcast is here to serve you. Our goal is to elevate voices in dentistry. You know the ones, world changers, innovators, disruptors, true leaders, the people making a difference and bringing world-class solutions to our industry and communities. Our guests will educate, inspire, and share what is working, how to pivot when things go sideways, and everything in between. Wherever you find yourself listening, thank you. Did you know the Edentulist Mandible is the safest and most convenient site for implant treatment? Hi, I'm Jessica Respondek with DSG Education, inviting you to engage with us this May as we virtually explore a five-part series presented by Sterngold's Dr. Matthew Hallis on solutions for achieving surgical and restorative success in the edentulous mandible. For registration information, or if you wish to watch past webinar recordings, please navigate to www.dentalservices.net forward slash edu. We are looking forward to learning with you. Thank you for listening to DSG Connect. I am truly excited to share with you. We are launching a new collection of talks, Women in Dentistry. And I'm especially excited about our first two guests, Roxanne Grogan and Rebecca Wade. I have had the honor to walk with Roxanne and learn alongside of and be mentored by her technically over the last couple decades. And Rebecca Wade, wow, another exceptional talent who I've gotten to know over the last several years. They both hone in on exactly what their doctors need, and they truly do leave their heart at the bench. Let me tell you a little bit more about Roxanne. During her 25 years in dentistry, she's had the privilege to work side by side with some of the best dentists in the country. She is a member of the AACD. She's a CDT certified in PTC educational training and has completed multiple Las Vegas Institute for Advanced Dental Studies, ceramics courses, orthodontic full mouth case design and fabrication, as well as posterior indirect courses with Dr. Ron Jackson. Roxanne has also served as a ceramist participant at the Aesthetic Advantage Continuum with Dr. Larry Rosenthal in New York, creating all ceramic cases for the live patient aesthetic series. And Rebecca Wade has been working in dental technology for 25 years as well and has continued to enhance her skills by attending some of the most highly accredited training courses in the United States, such as the Dawson Academy and the Las Vegas Institute. Her key focuses are lean implementation and developing training protocols within DSG. She's the past president of the Southeastern Conference of Dental Laboratories and now serves on the National Board of Certification as treasurer. Let's listen in as these ladies share their passion for dentistry. Roxanne, Rebecca, thank you so much for joining me on DSG Connect. I am so excited and so honored to have both of you on with me, working with both of you throughout the years. Welcome on. Thank you. Thank you. For those who don't know who you are, I would love for you to share a little bit about your journey. Yes, I would love to share. Rebecca Wade. My adventure started in Gainesville, Florida at Calton Dental Lab back in 97. I was out of high school going to school for computer graphics. That's what I wanted to do at that point. It took me on a different path. I started this lab and quickly fell in love with dentistry, the changing of lives, the people. It was a really neat environment. So I also met my husband there. About five years later, we decided we wanted to move to Clearwater, Florida, get near the water, have some fun, raise our kids here. At the time, we only had one. 
we came here. I started at DSG Clearwater, met my mentor, uh, Richard Harrell, who really, under his wing, helped me develop as a manager, even as a technician. He beat me over my head a few times to make sure I was in order and just had a good time learning. And then I eventually became ceramic manager. I'm blessed to lead some amazing technicians. That has been my path as how I got to where I am. So good. Roxanne, how about you? Well, I am a California girl born and raised and my adventure began at an early age, right out of high school. I actually grew up in a family-owned dental lab and was given the opportunity to learn under some of the best, which actually there is where I met my mentor, Dave Stolman, who always never stopped encouraged me. He always told me that if I could see it and I could do it, sky's the limit. So I actually went on to the LVI Institute as well as Aesthetic Advantage. And that was some of the, I would say some of the most treasured moments in my career, because you got to work with live hands-on patients and truly see the final result all the way from start to finish at the live patient seating. So that was amazing. And then that is where I too met my husband at an early age. We have been going strong ever since. For all of our listeners, if you want to meet your spouse, work at a dental lab. (laughs) (laughs) There's some good ones there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Just playing around. But seriously, what an incredible start to your both of your journeys and continuing education has been such a highlight for both of you in your careers. And I can definitely relate to that with hands-on programs, which I know both of you have been through. Learning side-by-side with clinicians is just such a great experience. Rebecca, you are in the process of obtaining the Dawson Scholar status, and then you're going to go on to certification. Can you share a little bit about that process and then how it's really changed the way you view case fabrication? Dawson has a special place in my heart. The educators are amazing. I actually got to uh, listen to the legend, Dr. Pete Dawson, back in the day doing functional inclusion, learned a bunch from him, changed my life. I mean, as a technician and the way I view things, and it was very inspiring to see that there's just so much out there to learn. And there was just a little bit of eye-opener at that one seminar that made me drive to even want to keep going. Since then, I've attended uh, multiple courses through Dawson, got to learn from Dr. Hess, Dr. Dax, and there's so many great educators out there. This journey has led me into understanding occlusion, obviously better, getting the aesthetics, meeting doctors who are like-minded, taking it to the next level level to work with doctors like that. I mean, to that caliber and understanding uh, it's been an amazing journey. I just, I'm not done. I'm excited. So good. Just getting started. Roxanne, you obtained your CDT through all the years of mentorship with Dave and your team. What is it meant to you to get your CDT and how has that changed the way you view your case fabrications? When it was suggested to me that I go for it, I completely froze. I'd always wondered about it, but yet never went for it. And then I've always had the utmost respect for CDTs. So once I looked into the process and realized how challenging it was going to be, yet rewarding, I was completely committed and determined to reach that ultimate goal in my eyes of being a ceramist. The journey was quite, I would say, nerve wracking at the same time, but yet, oh, so worth it. It was an honor to go through the process and boy, what an amazing achievement. 
So I'd love to hear from you both. You both have been through so many different hands-on programs and achieved so much in your careers through continuing education and, and honing your skills and bettering yourself. How have you seen that impact the industry around you, working closely with doctors who are doing the same thing? Something new and exciting is always just right around the corner. It's extremely important and energizing at the same time to keep the saw sharpened as often as we can. So staying up with the latest and greatest, I found to be the most beneficial for myself and the team. I would agree with that. I would like to give my best to the people getting this service, and that is the patient. I also want to give my doctors the best support to achieving that goal. So it's important that I continue to develop my skills and be involved in our industry and how it evolves. Because like you said, there's so many exciting things that are coming out with the technologies, you know, education in itself. So that's why it's important to me. Both of you gave really great answers because it's an evolving, changing industry for lifelong learning who want to really contribute to their communities. And that's one of the things that we like to do here on the podcast is contribute, add to community, education, all of those things. It's so, so, so important. And Rebecca, how do you think laboratory technicians can best serve their doctors and patients? Well, before as a technician, I would see that this was a hard question to answer. As a manager, I'm able to help in several ways. But the way I look at it, they should view each case as it's a person. And how is it going to impact that person with what they're making? If something's off, or is there a better product? Will we stop and communicate? You know, those things that those are the things technicians can do at the bench to serve the doctor and the patient, uh, managers, or even people on communications. Um, they can communicate with the office to make sure they're understanding materials, or is there uh, you know, alternate ways to approach a case, a better way to approach a case? Are they up to date on the most relevant techniques and things like that? So we, we have many opportunities to help support our doctors and our patients. Absolutely. You have a real opportunity to provide some resources and solutions to doctors that maybe they don't know that are available to them. So that's great that you keep your team up to date on all of those things. Roxanne, I know you're huge on communication between the lab and the clinician. How do you implement those communications and how have you seen it impact cases? At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, communication builds relationships. Communication is absolutely everything. And with technology, it's allowed us to be able to case plan, share photos and screenshots, and also discuss challenges in real time. A lot of the clinicians that I work with are national, so it actually allows us to communicate anywhere and honestly, at any time of the day, whenever they need it. So that leads me to my next question, which is a huge thing, uh, shade communication. Rebecca, you're in Florida. Roxanne, you're in California. You have clients all across the country, have even worked with international clients at different points in your careers. A lot of doctors love having their lab tech in the same building or in the same town. How have you seen that communication evolve over the years? And what are your thoughts on some of those technologies? That is a great question. So um my thoughts on it, cameras have come a long ways. Uh, the Shofu camera that they have that, you know, simple as all get out. You don't have to change settings. You're pushing a button that the icons are kind of like emojis for you to push. The, the iPhones themselves have come a long ways with their cameras. So 
the communication for that is much more detailed and simplified. With the pandemic, we really ran into this because we can't visit offices right now. So the other alternative we have with items like uh, Shadeways, the shade systems have even evolved and are a lot more accurate and simplified. And the camera software that they use to get the photos clear and converted. I find that technology has improved greatly from when I used to first, you know, first started using this uh, information. And then also your DI scanners. Some of them have that, I believe, that software in it. So we get that a lot more. That's how I do the communication. You know, just photography alone definitely helps out. Rebecca, I couldn't agree more. I believe sometimes doctors don't give themselves enough credit. They feel that it's some maybe complex thing when it comes to shade matching. Some of them are amazing at it and they send us the photos and they question themselves. And I say, doc, these are absolutely perfect. Sometimes we'll have the gingival to gingival or incisal edge to incisal edge with the shade tab in place. We have humongous computer monitors right next to our benches. So we're able to blow up that single central with the shade tab in place right next to it. Photos and shade mapping will forever be encouraged and welcomed by me. I could not agree more. That is a great technique we use here as well. Nice. Rebecca, there's so many technologies that are out and there's even ones, even more that are coming out every day. It seems like in our industry, how have you seen that impact uh, the workflows in the lab? So this is exciting for me, this whole topic, because we've been involved with technology from the early stages of when it came out. So it's really not new to us. Just each thing that they implement is new and it just gets better and better and super, super exciting. So where I see is um, workflows, diagnostics uh, have completely changed instead of doing the hand wax. And it's almost a guessing, um, you know, it's not really guessing, but it can be. I'm able to, you know, show the doctor in a screenshot what it was, you know, what the pre-op, what the proposal is overlapping. See that I did not add two millimeters or I didn't, you know, take off half a tooth and they're going to have to do endo or just take the whole tooth out. Realistic uh, result with this technology. Same thing with uh, the finals. You have the DI scans, you know, digital impression scans. We can evaluate it right away. You know, some of them, you know, if the doctor's still learning how to do it, we can help them in real time while the patient is there. You know, we don't want to do that a lot, but especially when they're first getting into it, or if they have a question about a case, because there's some pretty challenging cases out there. To me, the, we get the model work quicker. I'm able to show a doctor a proposal for a final digitally. We can modify it. It's much easier in that stage than it is in the final stage. And trying to do that with a camera, sometimes you're just not getting the detail that the doctor needs to see where the prep thickness. And there's just all kinds of neat things with the technology that I'm able to communicate and problem solve with a doctor. I've just found it to be extremely successful with case success moving forward and developing that business. And you can add so much value. You see so many more cases, the both of you see so many more cases, probably than the typical daily dentist does as far as products preps, those kinds of things. Roxanne, is there a, a new product or a technique that you've seen that's really trending right now that's positively impacting your doctors? I am a huge fan of the Avoclar Zercad Prime, especially for these larger long span bridges. It's extremely aesthetic and extremely strong, which our docs couldn't be more thrilled with the final result. I would agree. Both of you truly care deeply about enriching people's lives by enhancing their smiles, 
through function and aesthetics. Do you have a case, and this is a hard question, I know, but do you have a favorite case or a standout case that you can share? I have a recent one that really does. It was a young, young, younger lady, uh, had braces, left all kinds of stuff on her teeth. They were tiny teeth. So we actually did a additive restorative case, pretty much all additive. It was actually entered into the ACD smile design competition, still waiting on the results. So I did that case with Dr. Barrett. It turned out so beautiful. His tissue management, everything about this case just made my heart smile. But there's so many cases out there that I actually are my favorite because I have so many amazing doctors that love to communicate with me, love to let me just run with my artwork. And I call it artwork because it's just, it's more of a, feels like a hobby sometimes because I just have too much fun with it. But uh, just so many cases out there. Well said, Rebecca. And I know it's hard to pick a single case, but if I really, really have to think about one and choose one, her name's Heather. Um, And this case was done several years ago, but it still has a piece of my heart. So I know this is the one that I had to share. She was a young woman who grew up in a low income family where dental hygiene was never really discussed, yet alone practice with her family. By the age of 35, she had only had 16 teeth left. After doing some research, she found the Dear Doctors Ultimate Smile Makeover Contest, which provided free dental treatment to one lucky winner. And she, honest to goodness, entered the smile contest every day for six months straight and won. So many, many months of planning and surgeries and final impressions my team and I got to be a part of her journey. So her case consisted of implants and bridges and lots and lots of emotion. After it was all said and done, she was able to land a job, have a fresh start at life, which actually, when it comes down to it at the end of the day, her story not only changed her life, but mine as well. That is amazing. Those are my favorite, Roxanne. Yes. So good. You guys are not only smile changers and elevators, but you're world changers. It's just such an honor to be in this industry with you guys. It really, really is. What final thoughts do you ladies have today? I'm truly blessed that our doctors choose my team and I to help make their patients smile. If you think about it, smiles are contagious. We all have the ability to bring a little sunshine into someone's life each day. It just so happens that I get to do both every day. Very well said. I could not agree with you more, Roxanne. I would love to thank all of our doctors who have faith in us for making these teeth and changing those patients' lives because it truly is an honor. And it, you know, it's a passion that we have. And we're not in this because it's just a job. We're in it because we do enjoy making people smile. I'd also like to thank my amazing team because I could not do this without them, whether they're in this lab or the rest of our sister labs, our sales rep, all of you, including you ladies. I just appreciate you so much and all your support. And I can call on you anytime and I know you're there. So I just want to give a special thank you. Thank you. It's so good. The teamwork is alive and well within dental services group for sure. Where can our listeners connect with you? You can connect with me, Rebecca Wade, on either LinkedIn. You can also call the lab at 727-530-9444. I also have an email address, rwade, W-A-D-E, at dentalservices.net. I would love to hear from you. 
You can find me at DSG LK Dental Studio at 866-550-3522 or my personal email rgrogan, R-G-R-O-G-A-N at dentalservices.net. Thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure and a lot of fun. Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you. That was lots of fun. Thank you for listening. We invite you to subscribe to DSG Connect on iTunes or Spotify. Take a minute to refer a friend or colleague and help us spotlight this podcast by leaving us a review. In between episodes, stay connected with us. Have a topic in mind? Send your suggestions to podcast at dentalservices.net. Also, did you know we have webinars? Check them out at dentalservices.net slash edu. We believe we're stronger together. Until next time, enjoy your day.